0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Below the Dot Podcast, where we recap and discuss a new episode of Degrassi the Next Generation. Every Throwback Thursday from the Degrassi Black Hole, I am your co-host, Terry McGregor.
1: I am your other host, Chris Sharp, and what is the tapping in the background?
0: I'm cracking up at the tapping during that whole intro. I have no clue.
1: Oh, why did I think that maybe your partner was like cooking or something, like hard chopping?
0: That's true, he is. So it's probably like guacamole or something, but I'm dying because it was during the whole intro.
1: Right. I'm like, is she okay?
0: Um... Anyway, don't pay attention to that. But today you can pay attention to the fact that we are recapping a great episode, season three, episode nine, titled Against All Odds. But before we get into that, you know, it is time for some trivia for Terry.
1: Yes, that it is. Um, so my first question, what or which Shakespeare play are they discussing in Miss Quan's class?
0: Man, was it Romeo and Juliet?
1: Or was Julius Caesar.
0: Oh, man. And that was me just really throwing it out there.
1: <laughs> I enjoy that they consistently force everybody to, um, I guess, they're really just diving really in this Miss Quan's obsessed with Shakespeare thing. Yeah. Because if you recall, Jimmy and Spinner were complaining about this two seasons ago. And here we still are.
0: Yeah, it's consistent. I thought Romeo and Juliet for a second, even though they already did that. Because um, I'm thinking of Sean's comment, and for some reason I thought he was talking about mm-hmm. like, a couple.
1: <laughs> right. I hear what you're saying. Uh, my second question What is the name of the DJ at the rave?
0: What the heck? I can only remember uh, is it Jacob Sharp? Wow.
1: Look at you. It is. Sorry that it also accidentally played in the background. (laughs) It is Jacob Sharp. Yes, DJ Jacob Sharp. I could not
0: remember if he was the main DJ of the event, but this makes sense and I'm very proud of it.
1: Yes, she pulled out the flyer and she's like, yeah, I thought I saw a name on there. DJ Jacob Sharp. And I heard he always lets Chris spin a set or whatever she said. (laughs) Jacob Sharp is funny. Which, why on earth would he do? Why? Why would he let his little, I don't know. I just know. Actually, honestly, why were any of them in where they were?
0: You know, it took me a minute to realize or remember that it was a weekend. But also, why are y'all at a rave at, like,
1: age 12? (laughs) There's so many questions that I need answers to. And I feel like I don't get them.
0: Yeah. Nope. Just a normal night out for a 13-year-old, I guess back in the early
1: 2000s (laughs) it's very confused yeah so there we are gonna take a little sip of my water you got any tidbits um
0: so today's tidbits are dedicated to a moment of silence for what was the Degrassi reboot set to air on HBO Max which was a lot of the inspiration behind this podcast but now you're just stuck with us because we still got hella seasons
1: (laughs) Man, R.I.P. 14 plus the four next class if we really go up big or go home.
0: Right. Um, Yeah, I just feel like I'd be remiss if we didn't mention that because I'm sure all the Degrassi podcasts are bringing it up. But it is terrible. And if you haven't heard the news, I think it has to do with new leadership at HBO Max. Pretty much cutting. What is it? Television aimed at children and like certain ones like they're cutting the budget. They're putting everybody on the chopping block like they're only going to put out what they want to put out. Um, Which is unfortunate because, again, when you think about the shows that do well on HBO, I think Degrassi would have been up there with one of those. But
1: here we are. Yeah, we deserve better. But, you know, I think I saw somebody on the, what is it called, Degrassi subreddit talking about, guys, they're going to come back and they're going to be like, we do, Degrassi does it, whatever it takes or something <laughs> like that. This is just an excuse of promo so that they can come back full force. And honestly, I don't understand why it existed without, what is it, Linda Schuyler? Yes. Whatever Snake's character's name is. I know it, off, but not right off the top of my head right now. But it's like, why were y'all trying to exist without him anyways? They are Degrassi. They should be included that's fair and that's probably where they went wrong
0: anyway so it probably wasn't meant to be for the fact that they weren't involved because that snakes real life actor like directs a lot of movies now or is like involved in a lot of things in Canada Mm -hmm. so the fact that you would try to create a show like he wasn't on the original
1: is crazy to me I mean he's just an icon I think for the show and I think the show needed him obviously
0: yeah So hopefully with that being said, someone else picks it up and they involve the right players this time. Um, This sucks though, because I was also on a tangent note or like a different note. I was really excited about the Liz McGuire reboot too. And they pulled that after recording like two episodes. Mm -hmm. So they're over the nostalgia factor, I guess. Because for a minute, everybody was rebooting everything. Everything was coming back.
1: And who was doing the Liz McGuire reboot? Because if I recall correctly, wasn't the issue that Lizzie was like, or Hillary Duff was like, mm, she's an adult and I want adult content.
0: Yeah, because it was going to be on Disney Plus And mm, I guess the right. character was supposed to be divorced and like dating again. Um, and they were like trying to censor her from being a whatever divorce someone in their late 20s, early 30s is. Which I think is crazy because she ended up doing a show and it's what is it? How I Met Your father yeah she does that show and it's kind of the equivalent of what i think lizzie mcguire would be so that's a good show to watch uh in replacement of it but why would you expect us to watch lizzie mcguire 15 years later and not think that she would have real life issues going on
1: yeah that was about it's like who do you think is going to be watching lizzie mcguire grown up besides i mean i guess what were they expecting that we're gonna have kids who are watching because like here's the deal i don't have a child who's gonna who is watching lizzie mcguire age right? Exactly. So, if that is the case, the people who are who are going to be watching *Lizzie McGuire* are kids at best, are what age five? They're yeah. not watching *Lizzie McGuire*. And I'm thinking like the vast majority. I guess there's probably a subset of people who had kids at fifteen. They're probably watching *Teen Mom* with their parents. <laughs> like we're not watching *Lizzie McGuire*. I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, it sucks. I hate it so much. Um, And it's interesting, too, because apparently the Kardashians are now on Disney Plus. So how can we watch what they have going on in their lives and
1: not watch Lizzie
0: McGuire, which isn't even
1: real? (laughs) Yeah. Why are the Kardashians on Disney Plus? Girl, I don't
0: know, but one of the episodes I just watched, they did like the red carpet for Disney because it's like through Hulu
1: now, so I think they're all connected. I was about to say, yeah, I guess, yeah, they are on Hulu, so mm-hmm. that does make sense.
0: It's an umbrella, but they're haters, so R.I.P. Degrassi reboot. We will still be here, whatever it takes, <laughs> for the next several seasons yes. to go.
1: So yes, and you know what? Again, keeping faith alive. I trust they'll be back for That's sure. That's what I said. All right, so um daylight savings time ended we're tired so we're gonna go ahead and get started with our recap in our opening scene emma has an awkward run-in with sean as she goes into miss kwan's play i said play but her glass we're <laughs> there once again doing a shakespeare play there we go it's annoying because we're supposed to be anti sean when he says this line relevant shakespeare is some old dead white guy from 500 years ago what does he know about my life nothing yeah. no. but Sean was speaking facts he was right why like why are we so obsessed with talking about Shakespeare still I wonder if like classes still do it which brings me to my next question did you have to read Shakespeare when you were in high school
0: No, that's what I was just going to say. And I went to an art school, so I'm trying to remember if the theater kids covered any Shakespeare play. They probably did, but I probably wasn't in attendance for the reason that it was boring.
1: I believe I recall (laughs) reading Romeo and Juliet in maybe, like, middle school. And I remember reading Macbeth, maybe freshman year of high school, because I remember there's, like, the one line where she's trying to, like, wash the blood off her hands or something, but there's nothing there, but, like, her own guilty life. Um... But I remember being very uninterested in all sure. the metaphors and just like, it just wasn't my, like, it wasn't it for me. I yeah. guess I'd be interested if I could go back and read it and if it wouldn't suck. But I just remember like going up online and trying to look up the quick notes or whatever <laughs> the the heck note. they were called, the spark notes for it because it was like, I don't know what the heck I'm reading. Yeah. And I don't care. And it's not relatable. And it's not. So I felt it yeah
0: that's real and you're an avid reader too so if you didn't like it back then i don't even know that you would care for it now so imagine being their age and doing it every year almost
1: (laughs) right every year another shakespeare play my god miss kwan we're tired let it go girl all right so i added that i think we need to ban his ass in the curriculum (laughs) and i mean like because there have to be more relevant books that people actually want to read. Just, I got questions, comments, answers. Yeah, sure.
0: I guess with them, right. It's the curriculum. They probably do the similar one all the time. Cause they got 80,000 kids <laughs> to teach. So they're like, we're just going to do this over and over and over.
1: <laughs> I hope they have since updated it. I like, Because I wrote in my notes that, like, I hated reading it, even though I love to read like you commented on. Mm -hmm. And I added that I even read the entire Twilight series. And that was straight garbage. I hate read that entire series. So I know that there are other ways, better ways to engage your readers, your students, than forcing them to read old-ass Shakespeare. Agreed. Anyway, none of that is relevant because now we're supposed to root for Chris because he compares Sean to Eminem slash Slim Shady and kind of gently puts him in his place because. Well, unlike my man Slim Shady over there, I you read it. Chris also isn't wrong with that line either, (laughs) but like neither like both can be true. All right. Yeah. That's my
0: favorite thing to come out of that whole scene. Like, screw the Shakespeare stuff. And that's probably why I didn't even recognize what one they were doing. Because that was a really funny comment. And I feel like that's why Emma was so interested in him. Interested in him. She was like, oh, he's playing my ex? I like this guy.
1: Right. And speaking of that, Emma was definitely impressed. The camera, like, zooms in on her. But really, she's just thirsty for anyone who's going to hate Sean as much as she does. There you go. Um to our plot B. Actually, I think I got my plot A and B mixed up, but here we are. Mm -hmm. Ashley is taking Ellie to Montreal for some resting, which leaves Craig alone to his own devices. Men are truly garbage because it is two days. Two days? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And he couldn't, like, he
1: literally could not sit and wait. (laughs) He could have gone and, like, The way that it pans out. He could have gone into his bedroom. He could have gone to Jimmy's. He ended up where he was. But anyway, Manny approaches Craig once Ashley walks away. and She tells him that she misses him. He brushes off her advances because we only hooked up once. How do y'all root for Craig? Yeah. He literally, like, he had sex with her. The night he was supposed to have sex with Ashley. This was Manny's first time. He brushes her off. He knows she's super into him. I get that he doesn't want to get caught for what he did, but that's not why he's brushing off Manny. That's not Mm -hmm. why he's so pretty. Yeah.
0: This is, like we said, this is him deep in his villain era, but this is really annoying because, like, you can try to avoid her all you want, but you're obviously still interested because you take the flyer. You know what I mean? Like, you're still playing this game with her. Um, And you're
1: wrong. (laughs) Yeah, I, you know, again, Manny's whole idea of like pouncing on him when he's single and all that stuff. Yes, right. I get it. Mm -hmm. But Craig's not shit either. Anyway, so I then note that there's a lot going on in this episode because I thought plot B was Craig being alone. But actually, it was this whole thing with like Marco helping Jimmy and Spinner to study for the math test, which for whatever reason, Craig is somehow not in this class and doesn't need help. Oh, yeah. That's a good good point out. I didn't realize that. (laughs) Spinner is reluctant to get help from Marco after he referred to both he and Jimmy as his quote unquote two favorite guys. Spinner doesn't want to hang out all night with Marco because he feels like it would be too gay friendly. Your friend's gay. Stop hating. Just deal. (sighs) Spinner claims he's okay with Marco's gayosity. Spinner's word, not mine jimmy is like i don't have the time like look he's gonna help us study and either you're in or you're out but i don't care because i'm not telling him not to come because you're on your weirdo shit
0: real one this is like the most that you could expect from a young boy to like stick up for their friend that is openly gay and it's a great redeeming quality for jimmy uh with marco because like it's his one consistent friend that does not care and will like tell spinner about himself on the flip side so it Everybody wins in it, and he's just like, "You're gonna fail or you're gonna come over because you're not cute, and <laughs> no one wants you like
1: and like the more like this they show these scenes the more, I just look at time standstill and I get mad and think about how Jimmy did not deserve how they did him, but anyway, um Emma tells Chris that she likes what he said in class today. Was it about Shakespeare or was it about <laughs> him putting Sean in his place? Manny watches the two of them, and she teases Emma afterwards for having a crush on Chris. She then invites Emma to the rave that evening because Chris's cousin, DJ Jacob Sharp, will be DJing. Emma must agree because later we see Emma and Manny getting ready for the rave. Emma feels dorky and out of place. I think she's like, I'm from Planet White dork. (laughs) But Manny encourages her by telling her, as I said last week. So you got to do whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. These Degrassi writers are simply trolling because they went back and forth with that. And I think there's even a third time when they say it. There is. They're laying it on heavy this episode. Right. Um, Manny is so fake because she's really only pushing Emma to go to this rave because she's hoping that Craig is going to be there.
0: Yeah. Did you ever like growing up like probably but did you ever, I cannot form words today, did you ever growing up like date friends of friends? So you would be like have a friend dating someone's friend and then it was like a a quadruple date or like you're all interested in the same circle of friends
1: so <laughs> I first of all self esteem is fine self worth is cool always have been very confident in who I am but I've also been I feel like historically been the weird quirky friend who looked weird and quirky and was perfectly again comfortable in, in my appearances so that is to say that When my really cute friends found a guy who had a friend group, there was never a friend in the group who wanted to hang out with me too. They weren't taking me on the double and quadruple dates. They were taking one of my other cute friends on the double and quadruple dates. Um, And again, like I said, perfectly fine, super confident in it, weren't bringing me along. Also, (laughs) I had a smart mouth. So like I would be the one to say, "Mm, that's weird. You're a liar. And, like call people on their stuff so like no one was bringing my ass as the tag along
0: they weren't inviting you because they you're weren't. gonna tell them off
1: <laughs> they weren't um i was going to ruin everything and they were <laughs> not gonna bring me along one the guys did not want me there two i did not want to be there three it was i was gonna ruin it for everybody so no, nobody invited me on their quadruple <laughs> dates, unfortunately. That's fair.
0: And everyone is eating their hearts out now. So that's whatever. But this right. is what <laughs> that's what it reminds me of. Just like only doing things if like your friend would go with the person they were talking I to. I see you. you yes, know? this makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> that was my whole high school experience, if I'm being very honest.
1: By <laughs> associate right, work. Well. <laughs> So they um, they sneak out of the basement window because Emma doesn't want to explain her outfit to or her makeup to her mom later. This is important. Fun fact, my mom has always told me that this was a huge mistake. She's like, um, she taught Manny how to sneak in and out of her room, which led to the issues later. Moms be knowing, because that is always what my mama has said, even before she went and did her rewatch this time. I'm pretty sure when she saw this scene like many years ago, she was like, she just taught her how to sneak in and out of her room. <laughs> that was stupid. They catch everything. Truly. So to plot B, Spinner, Jimmy, and Marco are studying at Jimmy's house when Spinner tries to avoid sitting near Marco. Jimmy turns on the TV and he ends up turning on porn. You know, you can fit that many people on the pool table. Spinner's so stupid, but Jimmy is so inclusive because he turns it off to accommodate Marco and Marco's like, it's fine. I can look at other things. And Spinner's like, I don't understand what you're looking at. (laughs) The drapes spin. The drapes.
0: Oh, uh, spinners so simple sometimes, but I did like again. Doesn't even try, but I did really like this for Jimmy because he's like trying to accommodate Marco, and you can tell he's still learning about how to like be a friend to someone that's opening right. out. Right, uh, which I can appreciate versus being very ignorant about it, you know. So this is funny, but also, do men just sit around and watch porn together? Like, hello,
1: I I too was like, oh, okay, um. <laughs> i guess i haven't done it but you know i guess yeah if Pro- that works. probably not in fact let me do a survey and ask i was
0: just gonna say we should probably ask i don't know if i want to know but like was that what people were doing at fourteen, fifteen?
1: like yeah because they have that episode with jt and toby as well
0: exactly
1: this is also the,
0: it's so funny that like this is also the type of stuff that used to be on hbo so the fact that they've come to the point where they're cutting children's television is like are y'all going back to that because they definitely used to have some inappropriate stuff on hbo
1: the hills have thighs i used to always see that one <laughs> i didn't screaming. watch it like you would see it in like the the channel guy that one yes. and the da vinci co-ed I can't. But you know what show
0: used to be on HBO back in the day? Is the, whatever that famous brothel in Las Vegas is where they found Lamar Odom. Terrible. But they used to have a TV show. The Bunny Ranch.
1: The Bunny Ranch.
0: They had a TV show. They had show. a show? Yes, girl. They had a TV show. And I should not know that, but I definitely did. Oh.
1: <laughs> interesting.
0: It followed right, I'm gonna them. To,
1: I'm going to have to Google that one later. <laughs> All right. Um. So the Canadian teenage rave is turning up. Manny gives Emma advice to avoid talking about the environment because it's not sexy. Question. Have you ever been to a rave? Seems dangerous.
0: It does, right? I definitely haven't. Looks like a great time. Looks like you have to be on some substances to really enjoy it. And I think that's probably why I've never done it.
1: (laughs) Funny you should say it because I recall... That one time I went to the club and it's like, yeah, people on E have glow sticks. (laughs) And they're like, and I recall that being part of our like DARE education or anti-drug propaganda education. And I remember being at that child teen club and seeing people with the glow sticks and being like, they must be doing E. But right, I that like raves, ecstasy, raves, ecstasy. Yeah. And so that was not my scene. But I also wonder if there were raves for people my age or like was i just not invited did i not right. really exist it? or is this a lie of teen television
0: yeah it looks fun it also very much so looks like a scene that could be in euphoria now um but yeah i never really did the teen clubs honestly you know who used to frequent them is uh my sister manny
1: <laughs> of course she did Doesn't yeah. not discuss this I just yeah. wanted to ask our followers on our Instagram account um, if they've ever been to a rave. I'm curious. I am too. All right. So Emma pushes up on Chris, but she accidentally turns off the music and doing so, and it gets really embarrassing. Meanwhile, back at the Jeremiah household, Craig is watching a movie with Joey and Sydney when they push him to leave. And so he does. Again, could have just gone upstairs, but he decides he claims he's going to Jimmy's. Could have just gone to Jimmy's. He doesn't. We don't see him when we go back to cut back to Jimmy's house. Meanwhile, at Jimmy's house, Jimmy turns the porn back on and Spinner tries to get him to turn it off because he's trying to study. But Jimmy's like, I'm studying her. And it's maybe <laughs> the cheesiest line of the entire series, and perhaps maybe Jimmy did deserve what happened to him because of that terrible <laughs> line.
0: Um, I have to say this is also terrible timing for um drake in general to watch this now because his new album dropped and there's a lot of like misogyny Mm. on it so i when i was watching this that's the first thing i thought of and i was like wow this did not age well because yes Mm. this is still Mm. your attitude
1: towards women and you sing about it (laughs) oh my god i'm and so i live under a rock similar to patrick star (laughs) So I know he did something. I have no idea what he said. I have not listened to the album. I guess I must have somebody, the wrong people muted on my social media because nobody has told me what he's done. And I am living blissfully and ignorant because y'all know that I have loved Drake since he was, as he says in a song, the yellow boy who used to play up on Degrassi. So I don't need him to tank that for me.
0: Mm -hmm. Fair enough. The less you know, the better. But yeah, it sucks. It sucks because it's actually a good project in comparison to the last two that he put out. Mm. Um, but he's being very petty and throwing a lot of shots at women, and just being mm-hmm. very gross, in my opinion. And it sucks. Yeah, the music is good.
1: I saw a lot of the like outskirts comments. I think someone was basically like, "Funny how a man who has a child with a white woman." is out here throwing all these digs at black women a white mother white mother of your child throwing all these digs at black women it's not giving it's not reading real well for you right now it seems it's reading like you hate black women still don't know what he said don't need to know anyway on to the next um jimmy starts choking And Marco tries to save... No, Spinner starts choking. And Marco tries to save him. But Spinner is running away like a homophobic dumbass who wants to die. Like, (laughs) tell us, is it gay to to be saved? Answer that.
0: How embarrassing are you? Like, how homophobic could you be to rather die than have someone help you?
1: He is so stupid. I love watching Rue in the background.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she's over See her
1: little head. I was about to say, I can see her. But Yeah. So he's like running away from him. Marco ends up catching him. He saves his life. Spinner coughs up the cheese ball, which Jimmy is just very much like. Well, that was new carpet. He didn't care about Spinner almost dying in his home. Spinner didn't care about it. he almost died. He just wanted to get away from Marco. The whole thing is stupid.
0: That is funny. You know, people be going into Jimmy's home and disrespecting it, So that's why he be letting him know. Because Sean broke those you know, glasses at the party. He sure did
1: he stole his parents' alcohol. Right. Spinner over here
0: throwing up on the carpet. You know what that scene reminded me of, too? Uh, Is that Broad City episode? I don't know if you remember it. Where
1: Where she pooped in the shoes?
0: No. (laughs) That's a funny one, though. There's one where they're walking by a man who's choking on a sandwich. And he's, like, in this gated community. And they help him. Like, they give him the Heimlich maneuver through these fence, like, fences, right? And apparently it's a really exclusive park. So he's like, "Oh my god, how can I ever repay you?" And then they're like, "You can let us into the park." And he's like, "Nah." So then they walk a little bit further down the road and he starts choking again and then tries to call them for help and they're like, "No, F you." And he's like, "This rich baby doesn't know how to eat." <laughs> I wish I remembered that episode. And I have to go
1: back and rewatch it obviously.
0: That's what it reminded me of, like not you being stupid and you can't eat, but go off. <laughs>
1: God, I'm, I forgot what I was going to say to you, but I guess it must not have been important because, well, I can't remember. So moving on, Emma is talking to Chris near the DJ booth. Oh, wait, I already said this. I wrote this again. Are you kidding me? Anyway, <laughs> Melanda. So after she trips and she unplugs the music, Melanda and Chris get in an argument because Melanda sees him. She's like, mm, who is this bitch? And Chris is like, Emma, this is Melanda, my girlfriend. Emma is about to leak because she's like, I can't believe he has a girlfriend. I'm so upset and embarrassed. So she goes to tell Manny about this. And Manny's like, hey, girl, I'm like an expert on this. He's going to be upset when he's upset. You go ahead and you push back up on him. And it's wild to me because Manny is telling Emma that this, stra- this strategy must might be evil, but it's effective. At the same time, Manny is desperately waiting for Craig to show up at the rave, proving that in this moment itself it's not effective craig is not (laughs) returning your phone calls he's not giving you the time of day he's not at this rave right now as you've tried to push yourself on tim like it's not
0: Mm -hmm. yeah Um, that's a good
1: point she didn't like she doesn't win in that
0: situation right it's just because she really wants him so she'll take any of his attention but he if you look at it another way he literally had sex with her and left
1: And then then he turned around and told Ashley that he loved Ashley in Manny's face. In her face. Girl. I want better for her. So Emma decides to try her hand at taking Manny's advice because whatever it takes, right? Manny walks away to grab some water and she runs into Craig. So, I mean, I was saying that Craig was not giving her the time of day, but here he is. Meanwhile, Spinner is begging Jimmy to allow him to sleep in his room instead of with Marco, because obviously Marco wants to get with Spinner. <laughs> Marco does not like you. In fact, I thought he said that earlier, but I think he says this now. Yeah. Marco doesn't like you. Spinner is so incredibly stupid that he, like, it doesn't even deserve attention, because, that. but then I love that Jimmy just kind of outright tells him, you need some sleep, because it's obvious that not enough oxygen is getting to your brain. He Simple. Anyway, Chris brings Emma some water, I guess. A lot of people are getting water around here. And she apologizes for getting him in trouble with Melanda. They start talking in a quieter place for which they start kissing, but Emma gets uncomfortable and she leaves the rave entirely. Like, But first, I think she looked around for Manny and she doesn't find her, which is great We'll get there. Meanwhile, we flash back to Manny somewhere in here, and Manny can be seen dancing on Craig and kissing him. He tries very pathetically to be like, No way, Ashley, please stop. I'm with Ashley. And Manny's like, I can keep a secret. Who girl? It's nighttime at the Brooks household. Marco accidentally touches Spinner in his sleep, and Spinner finally confronts Marco. He's like, Marco, I knew it. You have a man crush. You want me. But Marco tells him what Terry and I have been saying all along. Your hair? It's so last year, buddy. Your shoes, they never match anything and they smell. And to tell you the truth, you're not even that cute. Which is rich because Loki, Spinner, and Paige's brother look just alike. They do look similar, but read him. Right, I was going to take it regardless. (laughs) So then he goes to sleep in the bathtub. Which my question is, were there no other rooms in this home? No other couches? Nothing? You slept in the bathtub?
0: Right. He's supposed to have this like grand house, too, because his parents are always away working hard for that money, (laughs) and they're sleeping in the bathtub. you got
1: your friend sleeping in the bathtub?
0: That's hilarious. I also love how he's like, it's not no sleepover. I'm sleeping in my bed. Y'all sleeping on the couch.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. That's honest. That reads very man-like of me because I feel like First of all, Jimmy probably had a full-size bed. If it were a woman, (laughs) I'm pretty sure anyone but your sister probably would have welcomed their guest into their bed. Yeah. This is very confusing. Anyway. Spinner expresses that he doesn't agree with Marco's assessment of his looks the next day. Spinner thinks he's cute and therefore so should Marco. Spinner (laughs) actually argues with Marco about him not finding him attractive. He's so irritating. Meanwhile, as we said, Emma was looking around after Chris and her did not work out. She's trying to find Manny to go home. She ends up going home in a cab on her own because she can't find Manny at the rave. She crawls in through her bedroom dinner. And like I said, mama's be known because would you believe she finds <laughs> Manny in her bed with Craig? Mm-mm. Foul. I... I don't think you can get any more foul than abandoning your friend at a rave by herself and then trying to have sex in her bed.
0: In her bed. To go back to her home without her.
1: I just feel like that was pretty wild. That was pretty wild. Even more wild is that then Emma ends up sleeping on the floor of the basement and Manny keeps the bed.
0: You know what? Also, I got out of this, which is not the point at all, but Emma literally snuck in the house and then got right into her sleeping bag. Yep.
1: (laughs) Wash your face or
0: nothing. Change your clothes.
1: You know what? They're young. I'll give it to her. Yeah. Yeah. But she did put her outside clothes in that sleeping bag. She
0: did. And if she doesn't want her parents to see her outfit, why is she sleeping in it?
1: (laughs) Girl, ma'am. Alright, so Manny approaches Emma the next day and it's clear that Emma has been giving her the silent treatment. Now question. I gotta ask you. Would you have been mad at your friend if she was hooking up with someone who had a girlfriend?
0: Man, I'm on the fence about this because it doesn't have anything to do with me. That's what I'm
1: saying. I said, you know, especially me today. Right. (laughs) Not my monkeys, not my circus. Like, I'm sorry. You you're right. There I'm sure I could make a, a big morality argument right like,
0: but like yeah and then i think we talked about this before too where it's just like i mean it's not like emma's really fr- i guess she's going to become closer to ashley but she's not really that close to her now so like maybe it's an issue then it but then they're her and manny stop being friends really quick anyway so it's like it's on the fence and everyone at degrassi dates each other like i just wouldn't insert myself into any drama that don't got nothing to do with me
1: Right. I do they do work on that one environmental club together. I forget what the hell she called it, but students yeah. for improving the environment. Oh, yeah, 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 cuz they gave See, um, state safe sit students site. S I T. Students in I don't know. Anyway, students improving, so, improving the environment. There we go. Yes. Anyway, so they work on that together, but besides that, mm, y'all don't even know each other. So like it sounds like you can answer the next questions because would you tell <laughs> Ashley?
0: Yeah, probably not because I don't got nothing to do with me. I pride myself on the fact that I am nosy and I always figure shit out. So I would expect people to do the same about their relationships.
1: <laughs> right. Um, same. And honestly, I don't think high school me would have told either. If we weren't friends, not my monkeys, not my circus. Yeah, I thought you were
0: going to be like, has any of your friends ever hooked up in your bed? Because I actually have a story about that, but I will leave that off
1: the air. (laughs) Damn. Okay.
0: T, we need a Patreon just for me to, like, tell the story. I will let people pay me to tell the story.
1: I bet that's going to be a great story. All right. anyway, so back to Emma and Manny. So Manny tells Emma that if Craig really loved Ashley, he wouldn't keep coming back to her. It's very juvenile logic. Oh, I even gave a a side note. (laughs) I have a now ex-friend. She told me that it's a woman's job to keep a man. And so if a man cheats on his partner, it's the partner's fault.
0: Boo. Uh,
1: This person was also paying said man's rent. Nope. Buying him gifts, such as we're talking a video game system. Um, She even had to have a few abortions to terminate his, his pregnancies because he refused to wear condoms but wouldn't use mm-hmm. contraception and they lived in two different cities as well but she was convinced that they would end up together one day and he would leave as a girlfriend and i do want to let you guys know that i did check up on him to see how they're doing and while i don't know the inner workings <laughs> of their relationships i can't confirm that he is now married to said girlfriend of that time and i'm pretty sure they have a child so, he didn't end up with my ex-friend. He ended up marrying the girl who he was cheating on for years. <gasps> T. T, that's an episode of Degrassi. And right. And that's, I mean, I didn't know the girl and I didn't know the man. So, you know, I didn't tell nobody shit. Right.
0: Not my business. I've got nothing to do with me. Your affairs have nothing to do with me. I'm sorry. You deal
1: with those consequences. <laughs> and for what it's worth, I was more worried about my clown ass friend who was buying a man an Xbox paying his rent. Oof, yes.
0: There you go. There lies the
1: problem. Bless you, child. Child. <laughs> I tried to mute myself as well, and I couldn't get to it quickly enough. All right. So. Um, anyway, Emma and Manny go back and forth over morals, and Manny tells her. You want me to make a choice? Fine. I choose to stop hanging out with you. You don't want to be friends. Not with a stuck-up prude princess. Good, because I don't want to be friends with a school slut. No, I'm not going to call Manny a slut, but I think she's a clown, just like I thought my friend was a clown.
0: Fair. Yeah. I think that there are way too many. They Look, because a lot of them suck. There are way too many men out there for you to be worried about someone who is worried about somebody else and still trying to have everything with you. That is a red flag. But we know Manny is just stepping out in her new outfits, her new attitudes. <laughs> she deserves way better. But I think she's going to test the waters every way she can.
1: Right. I mean, like, for what it's worth, what is Manny? 14? You know what? Right. At 14, you be stupid. Absolutely. I think, I think Taylor Swift wrote a whole song about it. It's called 15. <laughs> and she was like, when you're 15... She gave Abigail gave everything that she had to a boy who changed her mind. And that's what Manny did at fourteen.
0: You are absolutely right.
1: Yeah. I am sorry that I just revealed a little bit of more about myself than I wanted to, because I definitely just told y'all that whole ass lyric.
0: That is funny. I to be fair, I do not like Taylor Swift like that. But I do know that lyric, so
1: Okay, thank you. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't like her like that neither. I don't yeah. have all her CDs. I don't know all the words to so sign. Sounds... I don't know if I believe you actually. <laughs> Look, okay, I am who I am. Oh, do you do you have an episode moral?
0: You know, after having our little discussion just now about if Manny was wrong or right and all this stuff and if we would intervene, I don't know that I do because my other one before we had this conversation was I think you should accept your friends for who they are which is still true like that has nothing to do with emma that could still be your friend but manny did leave emma at the end of the rave to go back to her house and try to sleep with somebody so i think that i would want to change that about my friends to respect me enough to do that so i don't know that be right. my
1: friend <laughs> we'd have an issue about you leaving me at the rave For sure, that was disrespectful. Leaving me at the rape, sneaking into my bedroom window to hook up with someone in my bed. That's kind of a problem.
0: It's an issue, and I'm not willing to accept that. But for plot B, at least, I'm glad that Spinner is trying to work, barely, but work to accept Marco after Marco read him. So that's my moral for that plot, at least.
1: (laughs) I agree. I guess my moral, really, after having the conversation about would you tell Ashley is... Minding your business is free 99. Okay. I I don't think that was their moral, but that's my takeaway message.
0: You know, and that is a piece of advice that travels with you, no matter how old you are. So very helpful to know now. Really wish I knew that when I was younger too. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> yeah. Oh damn. Why are you playing music? Shut up. <laughs> anyway. Um, any other questions, comments, or concerns about the episode that we haven't caught on?
0: Um, Only thing I noticed that I liked that I wanted to call out because I don't know how much more we'll see him. You know, they'll be getting rid of the Black characters. is Chris's they character. Do. Um, I do like that they gave him some depth. It was very cringe that I, they had him beatboxing on Emma's chest in the middle of a rave. Oh, my God. Um, But that's fine. But he's also deep and he's a good student um seems like a decent partner so i'm glad they gave him these redeeming qualities Though we might never
1: see him again so yeah i spoiler alert i think at some point in time him and emma adopt a dog together see i have no memory of him so i'd be Something intrigued to see that weird happens emma definitely adopts a dog and she like tries to push a relationship on a male partner i don't ex- it i might be being racist She may have adopted a dog with Damien who was another black character.
0: Oh, wow. I haven't heard that name in a minute, but I remember him.
1: Damn. Call me racist. First (laughs) I quote Taylor Swift and then this.
0: I guess we'll just have to wait and see if Degrassi really
1: pulled the racist card. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll find out. Um, I guess we can wrap up this episode, but first we'll do our next on Degrassi. While Terry is happy to have a new boyfriend in her life, Hazel and Paige become suspicious when she comes to school with cuts and bruises. Meanwhile, a rivalry develops between Spinner and JT after the latter continually hangs out with Paige. That wraps this week's episode of Below the Dot Podcast. If you enjoyed your listen, please tell a friend to tell a friend. To hold you over between episodes, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok under some derivative of the username below the dot. Feel free to reach out with any questions, comments, or concerns on either of our social media accounts or email us at whateverittakes3at5 at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. And while Degrassi may be on pause, we will definitely be back next week. Whatever it takes. Uh, when the way that we feel about it, I'm talking about the way it's strong. Not what they do, shaking it back and it's fun. But the way that we get, bringing it back and it's fun. I'm, all back it, I'm the things that got it in it's gone. But I'm talking about the way that it's feeling the vibe the song. They're giving things i I'm the